Me, 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 me. Ready? <coughs> wow. Maybe you don't need that. Okay. Pop. Pop. I think I'll be ready and then I don't be. Never ready. Okay. Welcome to Case of the Eggs podcast. Breakup advice for the brokenhearted and the heartless. My name is V. Yo, bitch, call me Big Daddy. This is Max. Still straight out of the ATL, guys. Do I sound stuffy? You sound something. Yeah, I feel like I have like a thing in the back of my throat. No pun intended. Just a little. You want to work on that or? No, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Oh yeah. Okay, great. Excellent. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Other than, you know, my throat. Everything else has been going smooth. Life is life still but i'm having a more enjoyable time of it i feel like absolutely wonderful what about you what's happening what's going on man i'm amazing that's all i got the topic today is compromise specifically compromise in your relationships and for the sake of like i'm just gonna say romantic relationships today but compromise is definitely something you should explore in all of your relationships platonic work are you excited about the topic i think i picked a good topic excite i mean uh i i think this is is a good topic yeah i do yeah, think yeah. That this is i think you i think you did a good job on that one thank you for sure for sure okay so have you go ahead <laughs> i was just gonna ask because i always like to tie everything back to the end because that's me, you know what I mean? But has a compromise or a lack of compromise led to a breakup for you? Huh. You weren't ready for that. Lack of compromise. Mm-hmm. I guess can be seen a lot of different ways. It's not always a negative. So what I thought of in my head first was I stopped being in a relationship with someone because they had certain traits and actions that I just could not get jiggy with anymore. Mm -hmm. And I had already expressed to them multiple times that I would like for them to recognize that the things that they do make me uncomfortable in this relationship. So I might not exactly worded it like that, but you know, adjust. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Is it possible that we could find something or some way else to communicate those feelings that you be having at those moments Mm -hmm. and it was always yes in the moment but then the action later on was like never followed through on so I feel like for me I was the one compromising by continuously staying around while this uh while the actions continued yeah and then once I broke up with them it was like okay then I broke up for a lack of you know Compromise? Was that the question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Has there ever a compromise or a lack of compromise led yes. to a breakup? And that would be too much compromise on your part, not enough on theirs. So both. Yeah, so there. <laughs> Sorry, it was the lack of compromise thing that I really 
struck a little uh, chord with me because I was like, yeah, I feel like I was like, you know what? <laughs> I've done all I can do. I've taken all I can take. Right. I'm out. That was the individual that I did write the um, oh, the letter to, and left oh. it on the bed. Went to class. Yeah, you wrote a dear John letter and left it on a bed and went to class. Mm -hmm. That's very Mac of you. I know it is. Yeah. (laughs) I also I told I told this story definitely. It's on one of the previous episodes. Um, Uh huh. But yeah, I feel no shame about it. I am here. I am where I am. It's not to get the poor reason. Life goes on. Right. It's just something I had to clearly get out of my system once in my life. And I did it. And I was like, huh. So that's what that's like. Okay. What, the Dear John Letter situation? Yes. That's an experience you needed in your life? So you needed to needed. You needed to experience all the different ways you could ghost people because. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I could become a S-class ghoster or something like. I think you're already like, you know former mayor of ghost town so it's, you're doing a lot because that's not true what okay but you're doing a lot I got sure there's someone out there way worse than i am i got receipts yeah and they're probably the current mayor uh, you you know i'm sure you've been dethroned a couple okay. times somehow this got to be about <laughs> me correct. and my negativity so correct we all know that we have toxicity and we put it out there and uh-huh. I'm working on it. Okay. I'm not that toxic anymore. You, you, you really are. I'm very proud Thank of you. you. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Good job. I've had a compromise or lack of compromise lead to quite a few. Uh, a couple for sure, just me refusing to compromise certain things about myself. Okay. You know, maybe once it was something I probably should have compromised. Mm-hmm. But you know, growth. So here mm. now, the other couple of times are things that I I should not have, and no one should compromise about myself and just how I operate, and the things that make life uh, functional for me. Mm-hmm. Now there is one situation where I had no wiggle room at all whatsoever in how I viewed certain things and I've talked about this uh, breakup before okay and I definitely I definitely should have been open to seeing where she was coming from and why she was doing what she was doing and what she was dealing with that caused those things like it wasn't anything harmful to me it was just like this is weird this is a little too much no it was like an immediate no, which like, I don't, I'm not going to say I regretted it, but uh, maybe, maybe three to six months later, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe we would still be together, you know, kind of yeah. deal. Yeah. It actually, it caused me to, for sure, do things differently with other people after that. Okay. Do you feel like the people that you've dealt with after her, I guess and up until now, have benefited from this lesson do you think that you're well, actually oh, for sure for sure <laughs> for sure and I say that because I, I the exact same um the exact same issue presented itself in another person that I was uh, in a relationship with and I will definitely say that relationship lasted twice as long as it should have because I saw this thing and I was like oh no I'm not going to do this again. Let me give this 
woman a fighting chance. And instead of not, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't going to be like, peace out anyway. But instead of saying, okay, at the very least, let's put some distance and let me figure out how to show up properly for you while also not losing myself in any kind of way. Instead of doing it like that, it was just like, okay, whatever you need. Okay, whatever, you know, whatever will make the situation better. Okay, you know, no matter what, I am not going to let this thing bother me in any way, which is kind of extreme. And right. so that was a benefit for sure. And then after that, it kind of mellowed out to where the more I started trusting myself to where I could say, this is a reasonable amount to compromise without worrying about compromising myself as a whole. Hmm. So, because before it was extremes, it was, it, it didn't really matter if it in any kind of way could possibly cause me to compromise myself. It was like, fuck it. Um, but like I said, the more I started kind of trusting myself to know when that line is being approached as opposed to constantly moving the line so that it's never crossed. It, it definitely, I definitely got better with the whole compromise situation. Do you feel like you know the difference between compromise and sacrifice? Yes, I do. Uh, do I feel like I've always known that? No, not at all. But I think I do now. I think once you cross that that line, as I said earlier, where you're beginning to compromise parts of yourself. Well, you know what? Maybe I don't. Look at that. Learn your shit every day. Because, yo, is there a difference? I would say so. Or are we just I, using different words for the same thing? Well, I feel like compromise automatically involves two things, two parties. Whereas sacrifice true, true. only innately re- like used for the singular. Okay, but okay, 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 okay. I'm like, not you. even talking about the difference, like yeah, the difference just, between a drink and Coke is what true. it sounds like. True. Because a compromise could include you making a sacrifice, but a sacrifice doesn't necessarily have to be included in a compromise. Look at you. Bars. Look, bars. Wow, I need a degree, a doctorate. Get her PhD. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but no, it's true. So in that sense, it makes me think about compromise like a little bit more hesitantly. Because if I compromise. I'm definitely not interested in sacrificing, you know, mm-hmm. that's not where I'm at. Right this second, things may change. Who knows? So why not? What you mean, why not? Why not? Why aren't you interested? What, why is that? Because it sounds like in your mind, there's automatically a negative connotation there. And I also know that I'm a little, I'm not a little, I like myself a lot. hmm to the point where I cannot see myself giving mm. up parts of myself. Got it. In the compromise or the sacrifice to someone else. Got it. Okay. That's, and I know myself well enough to say that. Now, okay. I also know things change, your mind changes, things happen to you in life. I could feel differently later on. I could yeah. meet someone that makes me feel differently later on. Mm-hmm. Now, Here I would I argue that a change in behavior is a sacrifice. And in which case, yeah. I have witnessed you sacrifice through changing behavior. 
I said I had never done it. I just said I at this point in my life, I'm not trying to do it. I mean, recently, bro. Recently? Yeah. Nah, bro. Yeah, you altering you altering your speech, you saying and not saying certain words because certain words were triggering to certain people. But I you... do that across the board. But changing the way that I speak in the word, if someone tells me whether we're dating or not, if they have mm-hmm. a problem with a word, I have no problem being like, okay. Because at this point, I don't have any animosity towards you to not care, not give yeah. a fuck. Even a regular person, if we're having a conversation on the street and I say something and they're like, oh, da, 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 da. Okay, cool. Because I'm not trying to trigger you in that way. But is censoring yourself too much of a sacrifice? Is that a sacrifice that you feel is reasonable? I feel like if we're going to classify it as a sacrifice, then yes. Really? To me, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice, though, because it's not like... I'm giving up so much. We're just doing it in the course of the conversation. I might still use the words later on around other people who I know mm-hmm. don't feel that way about it. Gotcha. Doesn't mean that my mindset has changed around the world. I'm just, it's just an extension of like politeness, I guess. Okay. So then, then I'm questioning like what should and shouldn't be sacrificed because okay, at the end of the day, if you're censoring yourself and we're, we're correlating censoring yourself with making a sacrifice. Right. Is that a sacrifice you should have to make? Should you have to center yourself, especially around someone that you are giving a considered amount of time, whether you're dating, in a relationship, married, whatever, that is compromising a part of yourself because you're having to be less of yourself in this room than you are in all the others. I think it's just a difference of a mindset. I don't see it as less of myself. Mm -hmm to use censorship on myself I know and I have learned multiple times that everything don't need to be said everything don't need a comment everything you could just say it in your head and keep it pushing true sure a lot of times people are triggered for things they have perceived as like disrespect I am not innately disrespectful is my mouth slick yes (laughs) yes can I come off aggressive? Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> am I just randomly being disrespectful to people? No, I'm genuinely a nice person. Mm. I know that about myself. Are you? I'm a nice person. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I am just not out here for the business of, oh, you don't want me to say that word, I'm going to say it anyway. Because I feel like at that point, that's obviously crossing the line in the disrespect. They took the time to tell you that mm-hmm. they don't like the word, whatever the word may be. Uh-huh. It might not be a word that bothers you. Okay, cool. But now that they've informed you that this is a boundary for them and you step over it by saying, I don't give a fuck, I'm going to use it anyway around you, even though I know that you don't like it. Why are you even talking to this person? Like, if that's what you feel like, then keep it pushing. And then you don't have to censor yourself for anyone. Be around the people who don't have a problem with that kind of stuff, and you won't have to worry about it. So why not just do that from jump? Because I don't have a problem with it. You do. I guess. I guess. I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I guess I look at it like this. Like, like a form of control. Because certain things, not necess- not even a form of control, just a form well, censorship of- censorship is a form of control. Just a form uh yeah, well, yes, yes. And people that need to control these little things about you, generally they need to do it because they 
are unwilling to accept certain things about you. So I feel like, I feel like if we pull it out of the context of relationships, cause I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here and mm-hmm. say that we wouldn't be so easy to sacrifice these little or big parts of ourselves for our friends because our friends accept us for who we are and we won't have to. So I'm going to pull it out of the context of relationships period. Okay. And just put it in like, let's say work. Okay. What job exhausts you less and bothers you less and is less annoying to go to? The job where you have to code switch all day or the job where you can walk in the door as exactly who you are. I hear what you're saying. I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying. I just don't see it that way. At the root of it, have it's to, not a me thing. It's a them thing. I don't yeah. look at it as like exactly. a, their need to control me. I feel like it's a what's their thing with that word. But the compliance, and I'm going to use compliance here because I don't even feel that's a compromise. The compliance there is a you thing. Absolutely. It's totally my choice to engage in the in the activity of not saying the word versus saying the word, remembering to not say the word. So I totally agree with that. I just don't paint it that way. Like in my head, I don't feel like it, I feel more censored or less censored or more control or less control. I just, that's a part of myself that I have, especially like with my friends or my mm-hmm. family or yeah. whoever I'm dating. It's a sign of, respect for them I try because I like to see the effort be put in from the other side as well yeah so this is my way yeah all right girl sorry y'all you said you had some some educational some research over me search over there I'm so done. First of all, I don't get this copywritten okay that is not our tag did he copyright that I don't know but that's his thing, and I'm giving him full credit. This is admiration. Yes, that's his thing. I'm not using it. We've been already acknowledged before okay. consciously. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not nothing on his level of research, let me tell you, because I'm not going to go <laughs> and look through those scientific journals and all that stuff, okay? Uh-huh. My eyes get tired easily, okay? Sorry, y'all. But anyway, I did just do a good old Google and see what, you know, the old internet was saying about <laughs> compromise and sacrifice and whatnot. And I found this website called EliteSingles.com. Uh-huh. So take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they had an article here about uh, compromise and compromising relationships and what they're quote-unquoting is 12 secrets. I'm not getting into all the secrets. If you want to come on here and read it, <laughs> you go right ahead. I specifically skipped down to the four tips for easier compromise because Maybe there are some things here that can help you or help us do better with compromise and even uh, finding more common ground. The first one is take the long view. So take a step back from the situation and ask yourself if this issue will matter in the long run. In five years time, does it matter if you had, you know, Juicy Crab or, you know, McDonald's for dinner? But if you're saving to buy a house, or, you know, maybe going on some like nice ass vacation. Of course, it may be a different story. So using this one might be a good way to like take a step back and, and see your problem with more perspective. Number two says, put on another pair of shoes. Um, this kind of reminded me of when we were talking about, what's it, Shan Boudram? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
when she had that episode where she was talking about having somebody come in out of the rain and yeah. their perspective versus your perspective mm-hmm. this is what this kind of reminded me of so putting on another pair of shoes put your mm-hmm. put yourself in that person's place yeah um ask yourself what the situation looks like from their perspective mm-hmm. they say this is a good way to expand your emotional intelligence and your capacity for empathy and if you feel like that's something you'd be arguing about like you just don't understand me <laughs> i'll be talking to you you know listen might be this is a good one for you the third one is third place wins um your choice doesn't need to be the first place to win in a relationship there are already two first choices in play yours and theirs it says can you find a third option i said of course the the winning idea is to come up with an incorporation of both your needs and desires and mm-hmm. to create something new so I like that one because I was like, sometimes it's not always about compromise as in you just give everything, you give a little bit, maybe I give a little bit, or I just give in just to Mm -hmm. smooth everything over and you get everything you want, but let's create a whole new option that might not look like either one of our options, but we both have things that we get in need out of it. So just, I guess really the essence of compromise, but I like the way it was worded. And then number four is yoga for the body, for the body and the mind. Um, The body works. We can do it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I see what you did. Um, It says flexibility is key. Being dead set in your ways is not only unhealthy for your own well-being, but also detrimental to your relationship. Um, and being inflexible can bring aches and pains to your body. If you approach your relationship with the same rigid attitude, you may get stuck in one place. So be willing to, you know, change your position and to stretch yourself uncomfortably. And even if it's, you know, not necessarily something that you may have thought of doing and it seems Mm -hmm. out of the norm for you to do or participate or whatever in, doesn't hurt to try. It doesn't hurt to try because you'll never know what it is maybe that even you really want until you put yourself out there and sometimes, and even in compromise, be open to that and it might surprise you. (laughs) You might get even more out of it than you expected. Do you have any self-care tip for compromise? I think that my self-care tip for compromise is try not to have angry conversations if you are arguing about something but you're trying to also have a conversation about it maybe yeah yeah maybe I need to take a break revisit it if it's not a super serious like situation where we need to talk about it right then and there just take a break and Mm -hmm. revisit it because compromise has to work both ways and everybody wants to give feel seen and uh feel heard yeah and neither of those things are usually happening when you're angry Mm. or your emotions are heightened so just take a break when you need it guys you you know i'm a one-trick pony over here (laughs) love yourself this episode's version of loving yourself i don't know i think i i talked a a few times about uh trusting yourself Mm. Uh, and i think that that will make for the best compromises if we if we take a little bit of time and learn to trust ourselves a little more trust ourselves with 
with ourselves, trust ourselves with our love, trust ourselves with our heart, with our ability to compromise uh, and to know in that compromising that we are not sacrificing too much. Okay. Mac on the moon. You look like your mom right there. Oh, thanks. Mama Mom's Mac pretty. right there. Yeah, your mom's gorgeous. This new moon for us is going to be in Virgos. It'll also be Virgo season, you know. Woo. Oh, I was trying to turn up for y'all. Yep, turn up. Woo woo. <laughs> v was not feeling it. <laughs> I don't know if she's talking about y'all. Do you not like Virgos? What happened? They are. What if Virgos do you? Nothing. Virgos are great. Sell it if you could. Um, They're wonderful, absolutely wonderful human beings. Um, from the rooter to the tutor. They bad little scooter. Yeah, sure. Sure. I did it one like a decade ago that just, you know. They're tiring. Breathed and lied. Every time she breathed, it was a lie. Um, so it almost kept me from dating another one later on, but uh, Gara, yeah. But outside of that, you know, uh, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I have any, like, I have, like, one friend that's a Virgo. Is she cool? I don't know if I have any Virgo friends. I say this every Zodiac, and then it'll be like, uh-uh, right. <laughs> like, call you later. Yeah, no, I, I dated um, one, like, 10, 12, what year is it? Oh, 13 years ago? Ruined the bunch, boy. I'm so done. <laughs> I'll I never forget think it. I've ever. Let me not say that. To my mm-hmm. recollection, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I have never dated a Virgo. Damn. <clears throat> Nor have I had a Virgo friend. They always just seem so tiring. They seem like so busy and like everything they want to do is just so much and i'm like okay you gotta summon up the strength to deal with you okay right, um it's probably why libras are the way they are because it's coming off of virgo season and we just be like oh tired tired okay understood can we have some balance please? beyonce and virgo i know <laughs> she be she looks like she's tired exhausted <laughs> me. Okay. you're out of work you guys i'm like ooh. <laughs> Oh, no offense, Beyonce. Please don't. None whatsoever. It's obviously meant for you, so do right. it. But I know. Anyway, um, <laughs> the new moon in Virgo. What does that mean, guys? So it means for us, it's a great time to clear our heads, to channel some of that Virgo energy, to strip things down to their like most basic forms. So it's really more like introverted energy I would say there's you know try not to overcomplicate your feelings during this new moon season yeah like it's really like everything is about like self-love and self-focus and you know self-compassion and it really wants you to dig deep because also going on is that uh Venus is going to be in a square with Mars I love squares (laughs) no (laughs) No one denies a pleasant square, but yeah, unfortunately, sure. I'm a square. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, between that, the moon and Mars, it's going to be a little chaotic because Mars is usually typically thought of as more like a 
romantic like dealing with harsh romantic feelings and like ripping Mm. things up and a lot of like it it leads a lot of impulsiveness and you making quick decisions without really thinking it through so this is a great time to start finding those tools that would help you not do that so much especially if you Uh know you're the kind of person to act first and think later Mm -hmm. this is the perfect energy to start trying to hone those skills because mars is going to be up your butt Yikes. Yeah. And I don't like things up my butt. Okay. Well, exit then. only. Uh, I'll, get it together. I'll get it together for this Venus square Mars thing. <laughs> uh, also, Venus and Saturn are going to be oppositioning each other. So, Venus like influences your values, and Saturn influences like your strict nature or any serious nature that you might have. So, those two also are going to be, you know, jumping on Mars's back so it'll be a time for a lot of like complicated things to maybe start happening in your relationship and instead of you just attacking it to full force let's chill out let's relax let's you know let's get a plan of action you know let's take a baby step what can we do um to channel all that and make yourself be more open to this energy kind of like the same thing we're saying with compromise be a little bit more flexible to wherever it is that you're trying to get to might not be the path that you started on mm, overrated be open to an option okay be open to a different lane <laughs> this is a big time to start any wellness or like daily routine goals that you have like it's the effect of it being a new moon so it's new energy so it's always a good time to start things but on top of that being like a a introspective season starting a daily fitness or you know meditation or whatever around that time it's like an extra boost um and don't be too hard on yourselves and don't try to fix everything Virgo energy tunes to like jitter all that up inside of you if you are already like a super perfectionist It'll make you <laughs> crack out five times harder. So just try to have a little compassion and and breathe more than anything else. Just try to breathe through it. So hopefully this was helpful to someone, as I always focus to be. And take it all with a grain of salt, you know? Mac on the moon. Okay, now my favorite part. You can sing my my song. Okay. I'm not a performing monkey. Come on, (laughs) No, I'm giving it your turn because I always have all the fun stuff. I'm okay. I don't really need to sing. That's just a you thing. Song suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any song suggestions Um, for compromising or not? Okay, guys. I was, this was a hard one because, you know, you have to really like, read between the lines on songs sometimes yeah because a lot of songs are usually more broadly stroked they're like it's about this (laughs) it's about that so i went with my first one is an obvious choice just because that was the first song that uh, Uh popped in my head and Mm -hmm. number two they play this all the time at my job and Uh there's a lovely i'm excited lovely friend of mine who sings it at the top of her lungs Mm-hmm. and sings only two words right oh no and <laughs> she oh, just makes up other things oh god that's my ex my ex is just what's <laughs> saying 
and like the lyrics would never be correct and she would be so confident in it oh man that's great those are those those people will inherit the earth Hmm. uh it's the middle by uh zed Oh, girl, I would get all of them words wrong, too. Hold on now. We can't be judging. Never the, mind. I'm I not judging all the words. In the, I've said she only knows the two words in the chorus, which is the middle. I didn't think about white people's songs. I always think about white people's songs because they like to think of, they, sometimes they like to sing about a little bit more complex things. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that black people don't experience them. We just don't sing about them as much. Right. Shout out to all my artists out there. We deal with complex things all day. We don't want to sing about that shit. True that. Beautiful <laughs> times like this to be hard. Okay. Um, it's Be Still by Kelly Clarkson. I don't know if you've heard that song. I haven't. It's more so about just talking to someone and telling them that we need, we've reached the point where we need to compromise. And, okay. And all the arguing and the shouting and everything, it's time for us to just stop and, you know, take this moment. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice song. Um, And then I found this one by pure chance, totally forgot about it. And I was like, why did I think of it? I hate that because I do that all the time. (laughs) I will be listening to songs weeks after topics. Oh yeah. And then (laughs) be like, oh, that would have been perfect. Mm -hmm. Anyway. what am I by Mahalia? Oh, I and, love that song. How I yeah. miss that. That's my homegirl. That's a good album too. Um, that's not my homegirl for real. Don't come bust up my spot, Mahalia. Oh wow! <laughs> but that's my homegirl in spirit. Yeah, she's that's my awesome. spirit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen her live? I don't think so. I have been to a couple of concerts where I didn't know everybody there. And sometimes yeah. you like luck upon people that later on you're like, oh, dang, I would have saw them. So I don't think she's she amazing. Won, though. She's freaking amazing. She's, she is amazing. She commands the entire area. I can't even say room because we was outside. It was thousands of us. Period. All right, Miss um, <laughs> But for my song suggestions, I have. I guess we kind of went similar the same way, except of course I always lean towards the door because you know my specialty is exiting. Um, but is it though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the first one I got was "Where Did I Go" by Horha Smith. Mm-hmm. What if I be calling her Horha and her name is Georgia? What? I said, what if I be calling her Horha and her name is Georgia? I'm pretty sure it's Georgia. I'll look it up. <laughs> I just thought about that. I don't think I knew who you were talking about at first. I've always, always called her Horha. I've always called her Horha because sure I have heard because, say Georgia Smith. Because she's of Latin descent. And also, that's how you spell George with the J's and it's Jorge. Okay, but have you heard her say this? I don't on an know. Interview? I will, I will. <laughs> Why I did you run it. to Jorge? <laughs> you just sprayed for it. You know what? It's okay. I knew Janae. Um, 
Ayako the same way. And I'm pretty you know sure who, I'm, I'm pronouncing Ayako wrong. Listen, I've never pronounced her name the same way twice. So there's that. Ayako. Um, now, who, the, the one that shocked the hell out of me was Asian. I thought for the longest her name was Asian. A-S-I-A-H-N. Oh, okay. uh, Black girl R&B singer. <laughs> yes. I thought her name was Asian, too. It's Asian. Asian. I've heard her introduced at like two different music festivals and they say Asian each time. She needs to get on her uh, team about that because people are out here saying Asian. All these people with these names, you need to let people know how you want them pronounced. You can't just pop on the scene and we supposed to know how to pronounce your name now. Come on. Help us. I'll definitely look up Horha because it might be Georgia. I do not think it's Horha. (laughs) I just don't think it's Horha because that would be too much. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. sorry Or is Georgia, maybe? Listen, whatever, man. Anyway, next song. The strong WH for me. Horha. Anyways, next mm-hmm. song. All About You by Leon Bridges and Lucky Day, mm-hmm. which is about a lack of compromise. Monster by Jacob Banks. And I picked that one because I feel like there are certain people where if they don't get their way, or if you're not contributing to the situation going in the way that they think that you should, they vilify you. They turn you into a monster uh, in, in the way that they speak about you. So I saw that there because, you know, I don't be compromising. Anyways, Too Much by Masego. Are we saying his name right at this point? Yeah, okay. Masego. That's how he says his name. Okay, I'm just, I've never heard him say his name, so I don't hey, know. You need to listen to more of his songs. I feel like I saw him in concert. Yeah, I have too, a couple times. Lord. I'm sure I know his songs when I hear him. I just don't know his name like yes, that. Yes, we're, we're saying his name correctly. I'm, okay, I'm pretty I'm sure. Um, and uh, Don't Make Me Choose by Nick Jonas, which literally is about compromise. So Nick. Mm-hmm. My favorite of the Jonas Brothers, not that anyone else. <laughs> No one asked. Yeah, she did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you have a, a favorite boy band? NSYNC. That's is that even a question? That was a real question. NSYNC. I watched a video the other day. Uh huh. On YouTube, somebody sent it to me talking about this will make you feel old. I was like, okay, great. Um, that's how I want to start my day. And it was some black kids watching NSYNC for the first time. So they were born after, we're talking about when we were in high school, they were born after NSYNC had rose and fell. Mm-hmm. So they were like, I didn't know Justin Timberlake was in a group. <laughs> um, it was just funny to me. Oh, goodness. It's kind of like the girl that was like, her like toddler son was obsessed with Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. And she was really like going through it, trying to figure out how she was going, how and when she was gonna break to the news. Oh, that's that so he was sad. <laughs> that is so sad. 
Especially he's discovering it and he's like watching the videos, like, oh my goodness. Right. You know, time not being a construct yet for him. He's just like, when's Michael going to You just got to, but see, his catalog is is big enough to like like, piecemeal it. Like, you know, bringing that, you know, and then, you know, um, maybe next right. year introduce another album. Like he got a new album. He's a toddler. He's got a Wait niece. till he gets to like third grade and somebody's like, he did. Girl, they gonna tell him that before then. You you got to he start school. Okay. Oh man. No, if let anything, the kids tell him. Let the kids tell him. One of the family he members was sli- or slipping tell him. You know, somebody uncle right. or auntie all be hating in the background. Lord, you talking right. about what you thinking of, what you know about Michael Jackson. <laughs> he did i'm like girl stop doing the whole thing the whole thing but i will say that yes in the land of boy bands instinct was probably my number one as well yeah there is no other answer <laughs> i mean it depends on your era I, was, I i really didn't think you were serious but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> i mean they did go harder than anyone else in my mm-hmm. opinion yeah um so <laughs> this Don't has hate been us. this has been how can they hate us there's no other answer <laughs> to that question what i mean other people feel differently do they exist I'm sorry, y'all. To all my Backstreet people out there, I know there are people out here that think that Backstreet Boys is superior to NSYNC. I wasn't I, talking I am about not them. going to fault you all for your poor taste. Poor. Um, yeah. Not to say they didn't have hits and bops and there weren't songs of theirs that I did not enjoy. We can definitely debate this on live. We're going we're gonna to do a live, guys. Uh, we just haven't settled on a Got date. It together. Yeah, and we need to get it together for sure. Um, but this is <laughs> this is season two, episode 15. Thank you guys for rocking with us this bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and as usual, I want to remind you guys that we absolutely adore your questions, comments, suggestions, opinions, reviews, Whatever the hell you want to tell us, we are listening at any given time. If you want to hit us up, we are Case of the X Pod on Twitter, Case of the X Podcast on Instagram, Dizzle, Instagram, Izzle for Shizzle Wizzle, and Case of the X Podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to have to get like some gunshots so I can like start putting the sound effects in this whole man. Anyway, you keep saying that and then you never do it. I've said so that before. This point. That's why, right there, my brain isn't going to work properly. Um, Situation is out of control. <laughs> uh, as usual, I love you. Mac likes you. Loser. Um, <laughs> thank you again. Without you guys, there will be no us. So, um, deuces. Uh, wrong key. Put it in a nap,
mongoose sound. <laughs>